Well, the one thing I'll say, and then I might let Dan field most of this question because he's he's the expert on, on the sort of political side of things, um, is that I'll say that, you know, there is a lot of excitement about this and justifiably so, but it's also a sensitive issue uh, and for many people, a contentious issue, um, even though, you know, we might not believe that it should be. Um, and what I would urge anyone who is excited about this in a therapeutic context to do is to, is to really um, guide their passion according to the evidence um, mm. and the evidence that we currently have is for the potential use of these treatments for specific groups of people suffering from specific problems and if you rely on the evidence and you point to the evidence that these things work and they help people then i think and i hope that we will find that people who are concerned and opposed are receptive to that because usually no matter your position and no matter your personal opinions most people want other people to be healthy and happy uh, and so I think that's the strongest thing we can do. Um, and that's why our paper was really clear and specific in its argument, which is it's about medical use in these contexts and we want research to be better enabled. The push for rescheduling in Australia also relates to compassionate use uh, on therapeutic grounds. And we can speak to that a bit later if you want. Um, but that would be my, my two mm. cents on that, on that part. I, I agree with everything Jesse said completely as usual. Uh, you know, one thing I would say, the broad way to bring it together is like, l let's walk before we run. Um, and I think it's really, really critical that we separate the medical use from the recreational use. And no one should be talking about people's rights to use these drugs in a recreational environment. And um, we need to be pragmatic and thoughtful and not erode the progress that has been really hard won and hard fought over many years. Because unfortunately, if you just think about it, there were very distinct groups of people in, in, the, in the counterculture of the 70s that due to their actions and you know there were political actors on the other side pushing back against them but the fact is the reason why they were able to ram through these regulations is because there was a lot of opposition in the community to what the counterculture was doing yeah. so whatever we think about the moral weight of that and i'm sympathetic broadly to some of the ideas in that movement it did mean that these drugs weren't available for nearly five decades for people who needed them and i would encourage all of the people who you know, who support this movement to think carefully about that and take that responsibility forward and think about people like James Rucker, who have fought, a, fought this fought this battle for decades in the Australian context, people like Alex Wodak, who, you know, pioneered drug injecting rooms in Sydney and has really fought his whole life for more evidence-based drug policy. Um, but don't, don't ruin it for them because in the age of social media, you can do that very quickly. You know, you can go viral on certain Facebook pages and then before you know it, you have the prime minister saying that this will never happen on his watch. So... Be careful. Um, I suppose in very specific steps, I think education is key. Educate yourself and educate others about the science. You know, if you're in a position of power, um, use that power and influence for good. Um, so if you're a policymaker, you know, talk to other policymakers. If you're a scientist, talk to other scientists. If you're a doctor, talk to other doctors. You know, Jesse and I are junior doctors. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of, while there is a lot of support for these drugs amongst some doctors, others, including some psychiatrists, are still opposed to them. And they should educate themselves about the evidence because just because you're a doctor doesn't mean you're right. And we should have a sense of humility um, to educate ourselves and be up to date with the best evidence. Because if you're not, then I don't think you're qualified to talk about it, whatever your seniority level. Um, now, that's to say Jesse and I aren't experts, but I would say someone like James Rucker is. Um, and I think it's important we understand who is the actual expert and who is putting out the perception that they, they're the expert. Mm -hmm. That's perhaps a bit controversial, but it's what I think. Um, and finally, you know, I think you should, if you're a general member of the community, write to your local politician. 
I mean, political engagement and advocacy is undervalued these days. Everyone just likes things on Facebook without engaging with the political process. But if you care about this issue, write to your local politician. If you live in, you know, perhaps Greg Hunt's electorate, hypothetically, you should write to him because ultimately he will have an important role to play in deciding this. Um, and I think if we can demonstrate that this isn't a fringe idea and that it has broad support across the community, that will increase the likelihood of meaningful change happening. Mm. Might be opposed to us uh, or, or who might be fearful um, or worried is that that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with having concerns about, you know, treatments and therapies and nothing wrong with having that position. But I would ask those people to come to this issue from a place of compassion, um, not treating this as a, as a moral or a political issue necessarily, but a medical one uh, and a compassionate one. And to know and think about people that they know in their lives who are out there suffering daily and who have tried time and again with different treatments to get some relief from that uh, and failed. Um, and to know that there is potentially a really great opportunity here for those people to live a better life uh, and to be relieved from tremendous mm. suffering. Join me on November 15 as we go down the rabbit hole with Dr. Jesse Schnall and Dr. Daniel de Hotman.